Number three, you have to be resilient before authority. Hallelujah. They say it is not possible. In fact, people who know the terrain say it is not possible. You too with your faith, you say it's possible. Saul, which is the king. In fact, Saul had PhD in strategic battle. Saul has LLW in battle law. Saul has done strategic leadership in organized force. Saul has gone to war throughout his life and has never lost a battle. He has never lost a battle. So when he comes to battle, he is an expert. And Saul told David, a boy, you can't. This is authority. David looked at Saul and said, boss, I understand. What you are saying is right. I know. Yes, I've heard of your history. I've heard everything about you. But let me give it a try. Saul said, David, you don't know what you are talking about. This man, Goliath, in his lifetime, nobody has ever defeated him. Everybody who has ever stand before him to fight, the person doesn't spend three seconds. He is down. My son, I love you too much. You know, when my demons come troubling me, you are the one who come playing for me to be delivered. Don't go and lose your life. David said, uh, I understand. I respect whatever he said, but boss, let me give it a try. He said, David, then take this armory. Wear them. David, wear all the armor. He lift up his leg. He lift up the other one. He said, boss, yeah, it's good. I thank you that you want me to assume this position. Listen, listen, let me pause here. Some of you, you are in a hurry for a higher position. They are taking you in a job. They ask you, so what position or what can you do? You open your mouth in front of the HR, in front of the marketing, in front of the manager, in front of the production manager. You look all of them. He said that, in fact, I am a good human resource manager. In fact, I study human resource in Gimpa. In fact, I had first class distinctions. Hire me and see. I will transform your human management from you. And you are forgotten that the one who is going to approve is the HR sitting in front of you. You are wearing an armory that is heavier than you. If I were the one and I'm interviewing you with the church council and I ask you, what can we do for you? He said, I can preach and the whole church will be fine. I will tell them that, let him go and start. And when you grow the church up to this level, we employ him to grow it above. I will not take you. In a nice way. Amen. John the Baptist went to Jesus. He said, oh, okay, you know something? If you are the Messiah, why don't you come and deliver me? When the man is a competitive to the ministry, Because right in front of Jesus, he saw that the whole of Israel were coming to John the Baptist. And nobody ever know of him. He is now coming to start. And John the Baptist want Jesus to deliver him so that he maintained because the only people Jesus have were the Jews. And the Jews has already been captured by John the Baptist. A 
and he still want to come out. Jesus said, go and tell him that you have seen the blind being healed, the deaf being heard, the crippled are walking. Go and tell him all that. He said, but he want to come out. He said, tell him that from the days of John the King, John the Baptist, the kingdom has suffered violence. And the violence has taken by force. If he want the ministry, he must fight his way out. But not in my ministry. Is there a revelation? Somebody appeared in your, in your office. Somebody appeared in your workplace. Somebody appeared in, within you. And you see that the person carried the potential. That when you give him the chance, he will take over. I don't say don't employ him, but be wise. Hello? I don't say what? Don't employ him, but what? Be wise. the pastor, and when you do like that, they won't give the younger ones the chance. They won't give the younger ones the chance. I don't say give them the chance. Or don't give them the chance. But be wise. Amen. You can employ him all the same. You can hire him all the same. But he can start from somewhere. By the time he travels to where you are, you have gone ahead. So your place, your position is no more threatened. Say kingdom wisdom. Say kingdom wisdom. An old man has been a manager in a company for 25 years. A young guy has returned from Harvard. He has finished Harvard and have done, has worked in the U.S. for five years and has come. The old man, they hired the man and they put him to be the personal assistance of the 25-year-old typewriter, long-service manager. When they sit on board meetings and they are, they are connecting and they are bringing out ideas. While they are talking, this guy is already, when they pose a question, the guy has already Googled the question. So while the man is saying that, you know something, uh, I think uh, with the current issue on the grounds, we have to consider this. He's talking about the issues on the ground, which is right, practical, experience. The young man said that with the current trend of the web marketing system, according to so-and-so theory, which was practiced and has been tried in the Japanese economy, it has been proven that third world countries, when you do this and that and that, they say, yeah, we are hitting international market. He's talking about the Ghana. Let's listen to him. Before he see, the boy has been made they didn't sack him, but they create another office and gave it to the boy, manager in charge of production and marketing. And he was manager in charge of the office and signing. Amen. You got to be resilient. If God has said it, you got to be resilient because you will be displaced if you don't become resilient. People will encourage you. Leadership will encourage you to give out your mission. Amen. Especially in our country. That we are in. If you are not resilient and determined and you are young and you want to compete with the leadership on top, get ready. You'll be knocked out. I said what? You'll be knocked out. The battle is not to the swift. Neither foot to the hand. Hallelujah. But it is the Lord that shows mercy. You know what the, the boy is doing? He is the resisting authority. He's being resilient. He's trying to still prove that I can manage the economy. 
and he's eating into the mind of corporate Ghana. The intellectuals, the people who think and think books, the people who think and think business, the people who think and think money, he is eating into their brains. Whether what he's saying is right or not, his theory that he's put down and the practical things on the floor, they are now saying that it is not true. But I am struggling to buy petrol. So whether it's true or not, I think what he's saying is right. Until you test it, you don't know. But Mali said that he who tastes it, feels it. So the one I've tasted, I'm feeling it hard. But the one that he's bringing, let him taste it and feel it. He's eating into the mind of the people. And the whole empire is fighting. Instead of strategizing and fighting. You have to be resilient. You have to be greedy for victory. Listen to me. In this life, don't be greedy for what you wear. Don't be greedy for what you eat. Don't be greedy for girls and boys. Amen. Be greedy for destiny. Be greedy for future. Be greedy for life. That is what, if there's anything that is greedy, you have to be greedy that you will win in this life. If you eat all the food and you get up and you can't work and all you do is to sleep throughout the day, what have you done? If you multiply all the pretty girls and when you are going, they are all before you. What have you done? Amen. But if you win life, when people can get up in the morning and they step at your door and they try to shake your gate and you hear all the radio stations, touch not that person. Dare not that person. Do not let this person no harm. He pays my school fees. He takes care of that. He does that. He does that. He does that. That is when you say that you are on the winning side. <laughs> Hallelujah. David was greedy for the victory. He said that, no. You don't know what you are talking about. I am in the backside of the wilderness. You don't know what you are talking about. My victory makes me a royal. My victory gives me a wife. My victory satisfies my import and exports business uh, uh, taxes. My victory lifts the image of my family. My victory gives me one third of the wealth of the palace. You can say whatever you want to say, but I want this victory. I want this victory. People who are ready for victory, they are ready to offer their life. They are ready to sacrifice their life. Hallelujah. Have to be greedy for victory. Some of us, we are not greedy for victory. We are greedy. All that, if you are walking around, all that you do, somebody has done a nice hair shirt. You take your camera. Brah. Somebody's wearing a nice shoe. You take your camera. Brah. That is all that you are greedy for. You sit down, somebody is talking powerful. You know, when I started, you know, I didn't have anything and I did like this, I did like that, I did like that, and I did that. And you see that the person is building up how he climbed or she climbed to where they are. And you hear the person talking, your phone is off in your pocket. Nothing tell you that record it, nothing tell you that snap it, nothing tell you that ask me, can I get your contact number? So the privacy, Nicodemusly, you go to the person that can you brief me more? The strategy and the steps that get you up there. It is none. You sit before a bowl of fufu in Facebook. Pah! 
what goes inside of a man does not define him but what comes out what we see about you is what we say god said that to men it is what they see so what we see is what we know of you but what we don't see we don't know of you so if i were you i would bring out what will compel people into my life and not what people will drive people away from my life the more i see you post food the more i cut off my relationship with you because i'm not living for food i'm living for posterity so I want people who post things that will push me towards them. That when I get closer to them, I know that the life and the life of my children has a future. But not people when I see, I know that I'm taking my life to eat, sleep, and die. You have to be greedy for victory. Amen. I think somebody will go home and start editing your Facebook. I have to go and start editing. Because I do a lot. A lot. I can sit down and take your page. I will click your friend. I'll click your friend's friends. I'll click your friend's friend's friends. I'll click your friend's friend's friends. It helps me to pray for you. I'm telling you some of the things I do. It helps me to pray for you. Because if I know who's your friend's friend, I will know the kind of stuff that comes to you. Amen. If your friend's friends, all that they posted is hair and shoe. Definitely, I'll see some of the shoes in your friend post. Some will flat in your post. You will comment on it. No scripture comment. Comment on shoe and food. Hallelujah. Somebody say destiny. Somebody say victory. Am I talking to you? Am I reproving you? Am I changing you? Hallelujah. Church, listen to me. I am not just coming into your aid, but I'm trying to prove to you that there is more to life. There's more you must fight for. There's more you must be greedy for. There's more you must contend for than some of these things. What will it do to you? Amen. What will it do to you? I remember when I was growing up, every day, sometimes every month I buy two new suits. Every month I'm buying two new suits. Every month I'm buying, at a point, my, my wardrobe was, I didn't know where to put the suit, somewhere on the floor. Today, I ask myself, ah, was it wise? Was it wise? And if I take pen and paper, some of the suits, I didn't, after buying them, I didn't wear them. Is it wise? And if I look at the money, if I've dropped that money in a fixed deposit for the last three years, I've got money. And nobody would have said that whether I look good or nice. The way I'm looking, am I looking ugly? This suit is five years. After five years, I am now fit in it. All you say that is old school three bottoms. But let me tell you, the ladies, the pongs, go and check 1970 pictures. See that all the styles you are wearing, they are from 1970. Amen. There is nothing new under the heavens. That is what Ecclesiastes said. Everything that is happening has happened before. And whatever will happen has already happened. That is what Ecclesiastes said. So don't be hurry. Be greedy. Stubborn to Satan. You have to be stubborn to Satan. David appeared before Goliath. Goliath looked at him and said, hey, small boy, what are you doing here? David too looked at him and said, hey, uncircumcised Philistine, what do you say? He said, hey, do you know who you are talking to? I am going to kill you. David said, you kill me. The bears on the air will eat your carcass today. He said, hey, why Israel? So you don't have any man that you bring this one to come and stand here and insult me you, you will see what I will do to you. David said that you don't know what you are talking about. I'm going to cut your head. It's very stubborn. As if that was not enough. 
The devil looked at the face. He said, you, you know something? I command you, I curse you to the gods of the Philistine. That means I release your life to Satan. Demons. David said, you know something? To demons and Satan, you don't know. I command your life to the God Almighty of the Jews. They took the battle from the human face. As if that was not enough. They brought it to the military face. That was not enough. They took it to the country, the national face. That was not enough. They carried it to the spiritual face. David said that wherever you go, I will face you. We never retreat nor surrender. Neither depth nor heights. Neither things that be or things that is to come. Neither principalities or power. Neither angels or beings shall be able to separate us from the Lord. For in all things we are more than conquerors. We don't give up. Very stubborn. Some of you are not stubborn at all. The devil come and take you, come and look at you, say that, no job. You go and sleep in the <laughs> No job. No job. No job. No job. Eh. The devil tell you no job. You also tell your, the devil that no employment for you. Because he want to render you jobless so that he employ you to live a nasty life. The devil said that no child. You also tell the devil no depression for you. The devil tell you no marriage. You also tell the devil no immorality for you. You have to be stubborn before Satan. Some of you, you, you are so nice to Satan. So nice. He's, he shouts one. And go, and go, no way. Stubborn. He got to a place. You know, you know the, the strategy of David you know that in battle, the moment you lose your anger, you lose your balance. In life, whenever you lose your anger, you lose your temper, you lose balance. That is why the Bible said that we should never be angry. Check yourself. When you are angry, some of the things you said, after your heart was settled, look at what you shouldn't have. Sometimes a nice person, nice friend, Something a little. You gave it to the person. When you settle down, you wish you want this person back. But how do you go and erase it? David pushed Goliath to the, a place where he became angry. And when he became angry, he lost his balance. What David was doing all this thing, uh, you know, he was rolling in the sling. While they were talking, you know, the Bible said that Goliath was coming and David was going back and was insulting him. And who was coming and was insulting him and was coming until the guy begets, became so angry. Hey, you small boy, you think you know what you do? Then David released it. He forgot that his head was open. He hated pie. Hallelujah. Confident in your effort. You have to be confident in your effort. They were telling David, David, what are you going to do? David said, Hey, you don't know me. I have killed bears and lions. Say, hey, boy, we are talking about Goliath. You are talking about bears. When you kill a bear, you got a lamp. When you kill the lion, you save the flock. But this one, we are talking about Goliath. David said, you know something? When I kill Goliath, I got a nation. 
listen to me, the small, small victories that you have had in this life, you have had in prayer, the small, small testimony, it is all accumulating to give you an experience and confidence for the greater reward and the bigger battle. That is what. So when that bigger battle stands before you, don't say that and this and this. Make drive strength from the little battle that you won. Amen. Because listen to me, Bible says that there is no temptation that is greater than you. That God will bring back. Whatever comes, it's just as your heart, your faith can handle. So if you overcome it, it means that that same faith, when the bigger one comes, God knows that it can overcome it. David didn't need to fight Goliath before. He said, listen to me, I have fought bears and lions. I've had an experience. It is enough confidence for me to kill this guy. The same strategy, the same strategy will overcome this one. You don't need another style of prayer. You don't need another style of fasting. You don't need a style of commitment. We have been Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have been deceived with so many factors. Maybe when you fasted, and in the course of the fasting, maybe you get angry and you insulted somebody. So the fasting didn't work. If you are a mother or a father and you are fasting, there is no guarantee that you not get angry. If you are a parent, if you are a married person and you are fasting, there is no guarantee that you not get angry. Your child will do you one thing. Stop it, boy. You are fasting. You are slap. You don't, don't, don't annoy me this morning. Get up. Your wife will look at your face. Your husband will look at your face. Who is that who called you? Then all of a sudden your heart will jump. And you are fasting. The issue is the sun should not settle on your anger. That is what God said. That God didn't say that you shouldn't get angry. Amen. So you have to be confident. The last one. You have to be prayerful with faith in God. In the midst of all, David said every statement say my God shall deliver you my God shall deliver you this morning your God shall deliver you your God shall give you victory your God shall grant you the, the favor your God shall give you the strength your God shall prevail for you your God shall give you the victory you have to be stronger with the spirit of David don't give up don't turn your back don't think of anything your God will give you the victory Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Bow down your head and just begin to talk to God. Just begin to talk to God. Karushanta Rabaskiba. Anarashikatabasikorobuskiba. Thank you, Jesus. Kariba Katali Broskiba. In Torosika Palibroskiba. Oh Jesus. Talk to him. Prayerful with faith. to be prayerful with faith. Every battle before you, every challenge before you, bring it to God. Voice it up 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 to God. Every impossibility that you see, tell yourself that I don't see it. Every coward experience that is within you.
tell yourself I'm not afraid every authority that is trying to resist you tell them you can't stop me victory is mine Satan you are a liar Satan you are a liar I am confident in my God confidence in my God voice it up to God speak it up to God talk it up to God Karisa tali bruski batayabi, hantoro si tarabaski kakapai.